Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Find the children. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. When we start talking about firing and all this, kills us in the credit, you know, it does. And especially when we fabricate stories and put it out, it, it kills us in recruiting. And when we give opinions about who's coming in and all those type things, it, it kills us. Patterson had it, lost it, taken away, intercepted, Walcott down the sideline, touchdown Arkansas! There's your turnover, there's your defensive touchdown, Walcott just stripped it. Pogs up by 11, Jefferson. Gets the snap, Dominique straight ahead, big hole, he's going to score. 10-5, touchdown Arkansas. Dominique Johnson, 31 yards and a touchdown. With John Neighbors and Joe Franklin on 103.7 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Kyle Sutherland, and for Joe Franklin as we broadcast live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. We will have L. Ellis, Razorback Guard, joining us. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, here in this hour. Also have your Razorback update. You'll hear some audio from Sam Pittman and uh, discussing uh, some of the things he said after the game. But also looking ahead to the Missouri game, which, as uh, me and Kyle were talking during the break, it's amazing how things can just change uh, on a dime for certain teams where if the ball bounces their way one way and for another team it doesn't. I'm not saying that Arkansas is just a bad luck team and that's why they've struggled this year. But you think about those one possession games and just the ball bouncing your way sometimes. Like Missouri, they they beat Middle Tennessee State at home this year 23-19. to That's their second game of the year. They needed a 60-yard field goal to beat Kansas State earlier in the season. They beat Memphis at home by eight. And then they needed against the game against Florida where they needed a 4th and 17 conversion and then boot another long field goal in order to win. Uh, Got to give them credit. Taking care of business. They're 9-2. and two, They're number nine team in the country. But again, sometimes in football it's about talent. It's about coaching. It's about readiness. It's about energy. It's about matchups. It's about all that. But in some cases it's also just about getting some of the breaks to go your way. And Arkansas just had not had many of those breaks go their way. But sometimes, you know, it can happen. Like this year in Florida, the guy missed the field goal. Well, it should have been like a chip shot field goal for Florida. Went their way. You know, it, it happened. Like, and then Texas A&M last year, I hate to bring it up, but Ham Whittle missing that field goal. Didn't go their way. That's football for you. That's sports for you in general, but still. Uh, should be an interesting matchup. And I know we'll talk more about it probably tomorrow and Wednesday especially. But just how nice would that be? Like, I think that would be, it wouldn't say, oh, okay, now I'm all in on Sam Pittman. But, man, you'd bits a lot of good graces for me if you found a way to keep Missouri out of, like, a New Year's Six Bowl. That would most definitely, kind of what I was saying earlier about just, and you just pointed out about just the ball bouncing your way, and you could point at the seasons where you have eight or nine wins and say, well, you could have lost these games. For and sure. Right now, you could point to where you could win some. We're, we're going to look a lot more at the positive sides of the breakdown of the bringing Sam Pittman back. That's the ones that people are going to focus on throughout the offseasons if they are to get this win over Missouri. Yeah, that would I would just love it too because I've had Missouri fans in my mentions a lot because I felt like I said something that was a very honest thing and I didn't think it was that controversial during the middle of the seat or during the SEC media days when I went on with Michael Bratton's podcast. Of course, of course, he clipped it and all the Missouri fans saw it and went nuts. But all I said was is that it was a frustrating thing that Arkansas lost to Missouri the previous year because Razorback fans felt like they were a better team. And that was where it, the disconnect came. And you know, I, you know, I don't really care for Eli Drinkwitz, but it was one of the things I had an issue with him because he was like showing you kind of the standard. Arkansas goes 6-6 six and six last year, and fans wanted everyone fired. Like, they were mad. Missouri goes 6-6 six and six last year, and their coach lights up a cigar, and it gets him a raise, and he ends up going 6-7. and seven. So... I just never have cared for him, but that's all it was. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't deserve to win because they did. They won. You got to give them credit. But you know, there's times in college football where the better team doesn't always win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many times did you see Ole Miss when they beat Alabama those couple years? Were they a better team than Alabama? How many times did Arkansas beat LSU? Yeah, when they were the better team. Exactly. Like uh, numerous examples of it. And that was my whole point. But Missouri, I guess, took offense to that. It was like I'm not saying that 
your program is trash or anything. I was just saying in that particular season, and in a lot of the cases of when Arkansas lost these games to Missouri, like when they lost in 2016, Missouri was 0-7 in the SEC that year, and their one SEC win was against Arkansas. Arkansas had the better team. Missouri won, and it was frustrating. And so that's the whole point about it. And I don't think that's that controversial. I think it's pretty honest and pretty truthful. But, man, they don't tell those Missouri fans that. They, they would get up in arms. But, hey, they should be happy. They're 9-2 and two right now and had uh, a chance to go 10-2. and two. And if they do that, I think the most disgusting thing about it is if they do that, I think that'll be their third 10-win season since joining the SEC. Yeah, I think the first two seasons when they went to the SEC championship. Yeah, because the first season they went 5-7. and seven, And then the next two years, two years yeah. yeah, the next two years, then they went back-to-back SEC East. And I think they won... At least ten games, including the bowl game, those years, and then they'll have this one. Does that? How does that make you feel? Disgusting. Well, it goes back to what, like you were saying, you mentioned what you said with Bratton, and I think kind of your whole point is, is like you were saying with Arkansas, you should win six to eight games per year, six being the minimum. Arkansas should beat Missouri mm-hmm. in most years. The they fact should. is that they haven't, and Missouri has the leg up in the all-time series. What is it now, ten to three or mm-hmm. something like that? Since so. joining the SEC, only beaten them twice, I think, fifteen and twenty-one. Yeah, because yeah, 15, that was the most disgusting weather game oh, I've ever been in. Like that was today. awful. Yeah. yeah, it was trash. And then uh, a couple of years ago, when you went 20 and 20, in 2021, you beat them pretty handedly. And so, you know, maybe maybe you can get them at home because Sam Pittman's only beaten Missouri at home. He's lost on the road both times. And in both cases, Arkansas should have won both those games. I, I know, I know. But you know, I remember what was in 2020 where they had the Arkansas got the two-point conversion to take the lead. They went for it. Michael Woods caught it. Mm-hmm. And... I think it was like a minute and a half less than that left, and the defense just could not hold them. And they ended up going down the field, kicking a field goal. And then last year, we all know how that was. Trey Knox under center. <laughs> just shoot me. Like, I just don't want to bring up all this stuff. I'm sorry. I've got to move on. Let's get to Matt, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Matt? Hey, gentlemen. How are y'all? Doing great, Matt. How about yourself? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Oh. Now, that gentleman that called before the break, uh, right before me, I would imagine, uh, yeah. he was on point with a lot of stuff he said. You know, now, uh, for the first couple of games, first four games of the season maybe, I thought our offensive line was just garbage. But then a buddy of mine who played college football uh, mentioned to me, man, Arkansas offensive line looks like you're trying to send a message to K.J. Jefferson. And that was about the third game of the season. And so, you know, I, I started paying attention to things from that perspective. And the more that I watched games this season, the more that I realized he was on to something. You know, do you all know what it looks like when an offensive line gives up on a quarterback? I mean, I it assume like the quarterback. With, <laughs> we, it looks like what we see with K.J. Jefferson, 45 sacks in 10 games. That's what it looks like. It looks like, oh, man, oh, buddy, oh, I, I, I don't know how I missed that block. Oh, what do you mean we missed this other guy? And he ran right through and hit you. Oh, man. That's what it looks like. Hmm. And it looks like you send a message for the first few weeks. Hey, look, man, you need to correct some of the actions you're taking or we're going to keep letting you get hit. And so after looking at it from that, I watched the next three games. So this would have been up to game six, right, from that lens. And every play I saw, I saw offensive linemen giving up. Well, I, saw, I started thinking, man, no, now I'm reading too much into it. Well, then we had one of the people on ESPN mention that it looked like the Arkansas offensive line was proving a point to somebody. They couldn't tell who they were proving a point to, but they were proving a point to somebody. And, you know, that has me thinking. I think the offensive line, these no-name fellas who have been grinding things out for KJ in the trenches before he became starter, are the same fellas who have been grinding it out in the trenches for KJ as a starter. And he's wearing these Louis Vuittons and these chains and these blah, blah, blahs and driving his fancy car. And you know what the quarterbacks, I mean, the Dolphins flying have? A bunch of nothing. If you go back to the first year of NIL, the big-name quarterbacks around the country, the top five quarterbacks that got the top five NIL deals for quarterbacks bought their offensive linemen at least a quarter of the value in items. You know what we bought our offensive line when with KJ Jefferson's NIL money? Well, they get to stand there and watch as he drives up in his Corvette. Well, so guys, you know, I know what we have is probably a, a, a deficiency of talent on the offensive line, but what we do have up there got the job done last year, 
And now all of a sudden, it's causing problems. What that looks like is an offensive line that gave up on the fellow that's behind him. They don't care if he gets hit. They don't care if this guy that's running gets yards. It looks like an offensive line that just doesn't care about the people behind him. I'll hang up and listen. Oh, okay, Matt. I, yeah, I completely and totally disagree. Could not disagree more. Because, listen, I, I there, there's theories about that and, and everything. You don't – these offensive linemen – are trying to go to the next level. Like, that's their ultimate dream. And I don't think that there is ever a time, and there shouldn't be, and if they are, if there was even true, which it's not, that they were, in a way, sabotaging the offense and sabotaging K.J. Jefferson because of NIL money, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, that shouldn't, that, that's not the case. Like, they want to play well. Because they are on scholarship, and they want to keep that scholarship, and they want to play for the Razorbacks. They want to play here, and I'm not saying they will go, but I'm sure that they would love no, nothing better than to go to the NFL. So they're not going to purposely sabotage the passing game and protection of K.J. Jefferson because, oh, he got NIL money and didn't give us anything. Like That's, that's just not the case, and that's just not happening. I do believe that some of KJ's struggles have been because it's been in his head that he's going to get whacked, but I don't think there's anything malicious with the offensive no, line whatsoever. No, listen, we have Josh Braun on this show every single week, and he's going to join us tomorrow. Like I, I, I can guarantee you, if anything, that guy is always, always, always going to be about protecting his quarterback because that's his job. That's what they're all, all their jobs are. And not to mention the fact that it may have more merit if it wasn't for also the rushing attack being bad. Like, if they were completely and totally terrible at only pass protection, but the rushing attack was pretty solid, then maybe, just maybe, you'd have a, a leg to stand on. But, no, like, folks, I am not saying that the NIL, for players at, at any point, college football, at Arkansas, or anything like that, I am not saying that it doesn't cause any sort of problems in the locker room, because I don't know. I have no idea. But I also think that sometimes people take NIL and try to formulate stuff that just isn't there about whether it's problems on the team or holding it against a particular player because, oh, well, he's making this much money. You didn't pay him, so what does it matter how much he's making? It ain't coming out of your pocket. You ain't getting taxed. So why, why do you care how much is the player is making? Is he good or is he not? If he's not good, then you move on. Do something different. If he is good, great. But it does not matter how much he's making. It should not matter how much he's making. Because right? here's the thing. if KJ, Say if you were had a problem with KJ and you think he's terrible. If he was not making a dime, would you, would you still say, well, well, he's not making any money, so we're expecting him to be bad. No, you'd still be upset because he's not playing well. The amount of money that he makes, or anybody makes, is, it's, it's just completely, totally irrelevant. I don't care. I do not care. Same thing about coaches. I don't care how much coaches make. Are you winning or losing? If you're winning, great. If you're losing, get out. I don't care about the money. It's not my money. It's their money. I want to see. I want results. I want success. That's what I want at the end of the day. It's what everybody wants at the end of the day. So I just don't understand why sometimes the NIL gets used or at least formulated. And I'm not coming down on you, Matt. I, you know, I, we love you when you call in. I'm not coming down on you because uh, I know that people have discussed this. It's more just about the topic itself. These guys are football players. That's what they do. They play football. They want to be successful. They want to be good at what they do. And this pettiness that's happening in, in major college football is just not going to be happening where they're just laying down and letting people knock them around a little bit. I just don't think the offensive line's been good. And, I mean, you think Sam Pittman's just – Sam Pittman, who's an offensive line coach and has been for a long time, you don't think he would be able to tell if there was a problem there? Like, hey, why aren't you guys blocking? <laughs> like – why are you guys not blocking? And if it was that bad, you just put somebody else in. I just, again, I just don't think it's a thing like some people try to make it out to be so many times. Let's go to Blake in Jacksonville. What's up, Blake? Hey, John. How we doing today? Doing great, my man. How about yourself? Oh, doing well. Doing well. Hey, man, I just wanted to hit on two things. Uh, first thing, the NIL. Um, you get a lot of people kind of like the last caller, you know, talking about so-and-so is making more money than me, so I'm not going to do this or do that. Um, I was a college athlete myself, um, and we didn't have NIL, but we had scholarship money. It was very clear who was on scholarship and who wasn't. Mm -hmm. So the the discrepancy inside the locker room is no different today than it was at any other point. You also knew whose mom and dad had money and who didn't. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of different brotherhood that you come in and you start to help each other out with, you know. And uh, that's the one thing I just kind of get tired of hearing, especially as a former college athlete, because you get a lot of guys that didn't have a penny to their name and didn't have a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And you knew who those guys were all day, every day, you know. Yeah. And my last little last little bit, and I'll get out of here, uh, the Pittman thing. I know we've had a lot of uh, controversy over the last week. He's going to get fired if he's not. Um, we know he's got another year left. Um, and like I said, this is my own preference, but I believe we just need to get behind the man for one more year, see what he can do, and then we'll, we'll have this conversation a little bit more next year as, as it goes on. But right now we need to get behind him and the team and finish out the year strong, hopefully. But if not, then we can always look forward to the next year and see what they can do. But like I said, that's all I got. Appreciate y'all's time and uh, love the show, man. I appreciate it, Blake. Thanks for calling in. Uh, to your first point, though, about NIL, they, see, that's another thing, too, is like, Man, you don't think that the NFL is the same way? You, you, you think somebody's walking in and be like, I've seen how much money Patrick Mahomes is making? You don't think one of his offensive linemen, his guard, wouldn't like to be making that money? Daniel Jones, yeah. New York Giants. Yeah. Like how many trash quarterbacks are getting all this money? I, but they they got a job to do. I know they're professionals. They get paid for it. But it's, it's kind of the same way in college football. Like They want to be great. They want to play hard. Like That's their job. That's what they do. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't buy that concept at all. And also, I, I wanted to bring it up, too. I was like, yeah, Darren McFadden. You think uh, there would have been some riffs on the team? Because they're like, man, Darren McFadden, I don't like how much money he's making. I, he's my teammate and all, but he's making more money than me. Because he's Darren freaking McFadden. <laughs> you you want to you be McFadden? Okay, then do that. Favorite story, real quick. I love, we had Blake Eddins on. Mm-hmm. This is what it reminds me of. Blake Eddins came on the show a few years ago, and he was talking about and the tryouts that they had uh, for football players, for walk-ons, and, and for, was Matt Jones. Matt Jones, Nathan Ball, and Jason Peters, three guys that are trying out. And he said that uh, Jason Peters couldn't do the conditioning. He said he's a great athlete, though, sick oh, yeah. athlete. So he couldn't handle the conditioning. He was out. So it was him and Matt Jones, and they, it was Matt Jones and Nathan Ball. And Nathan Ball didn't really have – hadn't done much. He did do the conditioning. But they ran this drill thing with Matt Jones. And Matt Jones went out there and – you know, just uh, had a great play. I think he ended up, uh, you know, going, uh, y- yoking it on uh, uh, Teddy Gibson. Yeah, Teddy Gibson. Great athlete. Just went on him. Just dunked on him. And everyone went crazy. And then Nolan Rich said, we're done. And then Nathan Ball's like, well, coach, coach, what, don't you want to see what I can do? I can, I can do this. He goes, can you do that? He goes, no. He's like, then we're done. Like, that's what it reminds me of. It's like, Oh, he's like, coach, coach, I want, I want to make this money. The, the, guys, the, the quarterback's making this money. Everybody else is making this money. I want to make that money. Well, can you do what he does? No? Okay, then. We're done. It's as simple as that. So, like, that, that's my whole, my whole thing about it is, like, I don't – There's going, it's sports. Yeah, it's a team effort, but some people are going to make more money than the others. Some people are going to have all the chicks, and some people aren't. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's always been. It's the way it always will be. So, I, I, again, I just I don't think that the NIL is as big of a deal and as big of a factor as what people some people try to make it out to be. Real quick, J.K.'s in Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. Me and some friends are talking, and Brandon Allen, what a, what a career he's had, man. And he's still there, you know. What a smart guy, man. He's a, he's a good backup quarterback, man. We were talking about He's probably one of the only Razorbacks right now that's still in the league as far as being a quarterback. And I'll hang up and listen to I appreciate it. Yeah, from, from my understanding, Brandon Allen is the only Arkansas quarterback still in the league. Which is a huge reason. Of course, Austin Allen called in the day after Enos was, was hired. Yeah, that was a big reason why we thought that this was a grand slam hire because it's like, okay, you've got a quarterback in K.J. Jefferson that's established. Look at what he did for Brandon Allen's career. Mm-hmm. That was one of the main things people pointed to. It was, and then it went uh, went pretty downhill very quickly there too. Uh, but I'll also say this, it, this has made me think of it, because uh, we're probably not even going to get to best and worst of the weekend because we've just been flying through. But, again, it's fine. Uh, shout out to seeing, on Saturday, Felipe Franks at, at, at the stadium. Yeah, uh, He was there, and he was the celebrity hog caller, as they called him. And he called the hogs and everything. And he was there, and he's taking pictures with people. And I'm like, I love that. Because I feel like Felipe Franks was extremely underrated. I know he's only here one year as the COVID year. But think about that situation he walked into where he's like, 
I'm going from Florida, where you know we won an SEC East and all that, into a place that went two and ten in back-to-back years as a brand new coach that's never been a head coach before, learning the offense through Zoom calls. Yes, like yeah, COVID year, you got to go up against SEC opponents the entire stretch. And that dude came in and he did so good. Like he, his, his numbers were so. I think he had twenty-four touchdowns, seven picks, and what just was did the a great job. He said it was was it completion percentage. He set one season record. I'm pretty sure. I have to go back and look. Yeah, percentage or it was either completion percentage or maybe it was like. I feel like maybe it was like the most passes without a pick or they, something. They like said that. something about it. Yeah. on SEC Network the other night, but I yeah, slipped my mind. Yeah, real quick uh, before we take a break, Philip is in Benton. What's up, Philip? Hey guys, how are y'all? Great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, I was wanting to ask a question. Uh, Have you noticed that the Hogs this year played to their competition? Like, they did really good with with playing top-ranked folks, but when they played, you know, mediocre folks, with the exception of Auburn. I guess Philip didn't want to finish his call. Yeah, I want me, Philip. Um, but yes, to playing to the competition was a thing. That's why I was always making the joke. I'm like, Arkansas just finds the team. And they're like, all right, how good are you going to play? We're just going to play a little bit less than that. Whether it's a high-scoring affair or a low-scoring affair, they always wanted to play less. But uh, they didn't against Western Carolina or really FIU. I know it was a little close there in the beginning, but ended up taking care of business. That yeah. receiver was really good. Man, they, get him out Rod, of the portal. Yeah, Rod Gilmore hired, or highlighted him before the game, and man, that guy, was it Chris Mitchell? Yes, Chris man, Mitchell. he could play. Yeah, that's what was so crazy about it. Like, was pretty good, too. Yeah, again, find these guys, get them out of the portal, see what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, let them know. Not saying you should, uh, you know, do anything illegal, but just look into it is all I'm saying. Look into it. Uh, we got Razorback guard L. Ellis joining us next here on Out of Bounds. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week and is brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and AR Care. 103.7 The Buzz, the Hogs play here. Arkansas took care of business versus FIU on Saturday, winning 44-20, but the biggest news coming out of the game was the announcement that Sam Pittman will return as head coach next year. Arkansas Athletic Director Hunter Juracek made a post on social media yesterday saying, quote, Coach Pittman is our head coach and will be moving forward into the 2024 season. This has not been the season any of us anticipated. We have work to do. I am confident that together we can meet the goals and expectations of our program, end quote. Arkansas will finish their season on Friday when they host Missouri at 3 p.m. Coverage for that game will be on the buzz. And Monday Night Football will feature the Chiefs hosting the Eagles. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card. Which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Roger Scott is at it again with his Razorback Song of the Week, presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas. Join Morning Mayhem each week as the smooth, dulcet tones of Roger Scott bring you his Razorback Song of the Week. It's all brought to you by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas, and your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. 
Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Is your beard the envy of men everywhere? Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 1037 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it. On 103.7 The Buzz. It is Out of Bounds here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. A lot of great Razorback football talk. But Razorback basketball did have a game on Friday that they lost against UNC Greensboro. It's very frustrating, I know. I know. And they got the battle for Atlantis happening this week. They got to get things right. And they got to get back on track because they're going to have some tough competition. And, and, you know, after that, they just go, oh, I have to play Duke next Wednesday, which is wild. And Bud Walton Arena. Can't wait to attend that one. Uh, but it should be exciting to see how all that plays out. But. We know that each and every week we have a chance to catch up with Razorback guard L. Ellis. And uh, he always does a great job with us. And uh, I know that they got some frustrations that happened on Friday night, but they got to move forward. So let's go ahead and hear from the man himself, L. Ellis, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, motorcycle life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, right now we are joined by a very special guest, just like we are each and every week of this Razorback basketball season. It is Razorback guard L. Ellis joining us thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. And L, once again, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How about you? Appreciate you having me, as always. Yeah, it's good to talk with you, and it's uh, going well, really well, getting ready for Thanksgiving. And I know uh, it's been a pretty busy weekend, and I know it's going to be a busy week for you. But before we get into that, I know we got a recap on Friday's game. And suffering first loss of the season, I know it's not something that's uh, easy to deal with as a player and as a competitor, but just to get your thoughts, uh, what did you make of the game, and uh, maybe what were some of the reasons why the uh, you guys were just unable to come up with the win on Friday night? Um. Like these past games, like we've been starting very slow, um, and that's something that that's been addressed, and we have to get better at. 
Um, and when you give teams confidence, like it's hard to you know come back down 14 and a half times to a really good team. And that and that was a really good team. Uh, credit to them. Um, I feel like they're going to win that league and they're going to um, go to the NCAA tournament. So right, that was a really good team. But you just got we got to start better. Uh, we got to take care of the balls as a group, um, especially with me leading off. We got to take care of the ball. Um, and then we just got to get time stops when we do. So looking at it just from uh, the perspective of the team in general, you know, suffering the, the first losses, you guys, of course, won the games in the exhibition. And, and here just uh, how's the vibe of the team right now and in the locker room afterwards? Was it a, a pretty quick uh, cut and move on? Or uh, just what, what was that overall vibe like for, uh, for you guys in the locker room after suffering your first loss of the season? Um, we got a lot of older guys. So, I mean, it was – and then our young guys, they were mature as well. So it was really – we can't do nothing about it. After a loss, like you can't do nothing about it. You got to put it in the past. You got to get ready uh, for what's next. And we've got three big games in the Bahamas that we have to be ready to, ready to play. Um, we've got some really uh, quality opponents that we have to um, be locked in, dialed in, ready to play against. It was a quick turnaround. We just got to, you know, watch film the next day. Uh, we practiced, um, and that was it. Well, then now turning the page to the battle for Atlantis, I know uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, anytime you have these big midseason tournaments and, and events like this, uh, going up against Stanford, game one, and you know, you'll have some different matchups the rest of the way, but uh, what can you tell us about Stanford? It's kind of a team Arkansas really hasn't played much in their history and being at a different conference, kind of a whole different ballgame. So just what can you make of them as a team and uh, what can you expect out of them? Um, they're a really good team. They have uh, most of the guys that can shoot three really well. Um, they got some all-league guys um, that we're going to have to contain, you know, try, try not to let them get their average. But um, they have a really good group. Um, they should be really good in the Pac-12 this year. Um, but, yeah, they got a lot of good pieces. Um, they're going to move the ball really well. Um, oh, my God. Um, oh, man. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're going to move the ball um, really well. Um, they're going to cut. They're going to scream. Um, we got to be ready. We got to be locked in each and every possession. Um, because with teams like that, like they're a really smart team. Like they're, they're just slipping and we're not locked in on each possession. So we're speaking with L. Ellis, the Razorback guard, thanks to Matt Black Allstate Insurance. And uh, just kind of looking at the schedule for you guys, too. Just kind of walk us through what's that's going to look like this week as far as when you leave, when you arrive, just the activities and everything that's going to go along with it. Just kind of walk us through what the schedule looks like this week. Yeah, Monday morning we leave out. Um, we're going to be there until Friday. Um, we'll have some days of practice um, this week. We'll have walkthroughs before the games. So um, we're excited. It's, I think it's going to be more of a business trip than uh, actually to have fun because of the loss we just had, which is fine with me. But, uh, I'm excited. Uh, the second time I get to, I'll get to go to the Bahamas, so I'm excited and ready to play. So uh, just from Coach Must, too, and go, going into this uh, event, I know he's always a pretty intense guy as it is, but you mentioned kind of the loss. Uh, uh, how, how has he been as far as dealing with the team and everything and uh, the message after the locker room and then also getting you guys ready for this? Just uh, what's kind of been his mentality and something that he's been really preaching to you guys this past weekend? Um, his mentality hasn't changed. Um, he's still the same. Mo Must, um, very passionate, high energy. Um, he's been on guys, though, um, very demanding of us to, you know, do what we need to do defensively, um, all the little things and all the schemes. Um, so that's been a big emphasis. Um, and I feel like <clears throat> that's going to change our team when we all decide to do those things each and every night. So that's been the main thing he's been preaching. And also that like, guys got to be ready to play um, from, from the tip. Um, and that's the main thing. So during the season, you know, between games, there's usually uh, three, four or five days, sometimes in between games or, or at least a, a resting period. But this upcoming event, it's kind of like bam, 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 like back to back to back. Uh, just as a player, how does that change your whole uh, recovery situation, not only mentally but physically, where it's not you have a game and then you got a few days to kind of get right, where it's like, hey, you got a game, you got a game, you got a game. Just how does that change you as an individual in your recovery? Um, I feel like I would. I've been through it. I've did it before, so I feel like it's not going to be a big challenge uh, for me, honestly. Um, I like playing games. I, I love playing games. I'd rather have a game for practice, so um, I'm fine with it, honestly. Um, I'm very excited um, for that, you know, um, to have three games back-to-back. Um, this will be my third time doing it, honestly, so I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Um, I feel like the guys are as well. 
So is that something you kind of prefer at, at cases like you you just rather have back to back to back games and just knocking them out instead of having to deal with practice? Yeah, I, I definitely. I really would, for sure. Um, and because most of the time our our practice is harder than a game, so I rather have a game in a heartbeat. <laughs> so as far as you know, playing Stanford, I know you guys at least know you'll either play Michigan or Memphis after that. Uh, is that something, since it's so quick of a turnaround, do you guys still do a little bit of advanced scouting on one of those teams or both of those teams in this particular case because it's so quick, or is it still going to be, hey, you got this game, and then after that game is when you start really looking at it? Yeah, we're not going to start worrying about who we play till after we play our first game. Stanford's a priority, so we got to make sure that we're locked in and dialed in. It will be a quick turnaround. It's going to be like a quicker scout. Um, so it's going to be a lot of like individual individual uh, things that us guys are going to have to do on our own um, and not with our coaches. So that would be the meeting. I feel like um, that will help us. Like if all of us individuals are really locked in on the team we play next because we're not going to have our coaches to, you know, be there because it's such a quick turnaround. And also, I'm curious, since you've been there before, what, what's the fan turnout kind of thing like? Because I know in Maui, you, you see it, uh, at least last year we saw it with Arkansas, and you know there, there's quite a bit of fans there, but from other schools. But just in your experience, uh, what's kind of the turnout, especially during Thanksgiving weekend? Is it usually pretty packed out, or is it kind of scarce depending on who's playing? Like, what, What's the overall attendance like for that? Oh, no, it's packed out. It, it's packed out. Um, and it's a smaller... Well, when I was in a Baja Mar... Uh, my junior year so it was in a smaller gym it was just one side of the stands and it was filled and it was and then you know it was like a ballroom so it was super loud in there um and it would just be one side one side uh the other team's fans and one side our fans so like it would get really loud in there and it's like a big energy so like it was very fun well you mentioned a small gym so i'm curious uh, how much of an impact does that have in cases of like a player like you because i know you played in both small and big gyms but like you know bud walton arena has 19,200 and then sometimes you guys will play in gyms that may seat like 3,000 like this like how does that impact it and just the seeing everything and the backdrop and everything like uh what's that like and is maybe there's a preference do you like playing in the smaller closer gyms do you like having the big vibe of like an nba type arena just uh what's that like as far as the differences there um, for me personally, I would say I love having like the big, the big vibe, the NBA vibe. But there's nothing wrong playing like in just a small, compact gym. Um, it's just a little different. Um, but it still feels like like the intensity in there still feels like it's like so many people in there. But when you really think about it, it's not that many people in there. But I mean, it's still like a really good experience and it's still fun. But I, I for sure prefer to have 19,000 in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, people like having those home games too when uh, when they can have it because I've just noticed even in the the game so far in Budwall Arena I mean the crowds have been uh you know pretty pretty substantial compared to a lot of places too and uh now it's like you're going on the road or at least going away from Budwall Arena uh kind of for the first time just uh how excited are you just to, I mean you are playing at home in front of the home fans but also going to a, a place that's different and kind of getting out of the state and out of the country in this particular case and kind of having a refresh and a restart for everything um I feel like getting away um it's going to be good for us, um, especially since we've had a tough loss at home. Um, fans are probably love to with us about that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, uh, really just to be able to get away uh, for the first time, you know, being uh, not at Bud Wall, and I feel like um, it will be a test for us because, I mean, we've had all our games at Bud. We've had our fans, um, all our fans there. We had um, a good amount of fans there each and every game. So just to be um, somewhere different first time you know not as many fans um i'm ready to see like how we come on and play so real quick before i let you get out of here l because i know you mentioned you had uh no thanksgiving you haven't had a lot of chances to spend time with family because you've always been playing and everything but uh, as far as thanksgiving goes though like food wise tradition wise is this like something that you've always enjoyed like one type of uh, thanksgiving food or any sort of tradition or anything like that that you've had uh, just in your previous experiences with the holiday of thanksgiving man i love stuffing yams um I love all that stuff, turkey, ham, like all that stuff. Like I love it, honestly. And it's only one time a year. I remember <laughs> because of losing Maui uh, last year, we actually got Thanksgiving on the plane. Like it, it was insane. So, so was it somebody just brought it to you, like catered it kind of thing? Yeah, they, uh, we stopped somewhere and they catered it to us. It was, it was funny. <laughs> the flight was so long; it was ten hours. So, I mean, we were gonna get back just pretty late. So. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I've always wondered with Thanksgiving, it's like, how come we don't ever eat those other, those foods at any other time of the year? I know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I feel like we should. Yeah. 
It's like, I love, I mean, we all love turkey and stuffing and everything. It's like, why do we have to wait one time a year to eat it? Because we apparently can't do it any other year or any other time. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand it either. But, hey, either way, L, always, we appreciate you joining us. Have a safe travels down there to the Bahamas, and good luck in the battle for Atlantis. And have a happy Thanksgiving, and we look forward to catching up with you next week and recapping battle for Atlantis, but also looking ahead to playing the Duke Blue Devils and Bud Walton. No, I'm excited for that game. <laughs> there you are. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, I put on TV so we never think about you and me. But today I see our reflections clearly in Hollywood Laying on the screen You just need a better life than this You need something I can never give Fake water all across the road It's gone, now the night is come But sometimes all I think about is you Late nights in the middle of June Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Looking to switch your phone service? Check out Boost Infinite Wireless. Its new technology switches between its own network and the other top two networks to find the best quality calls and data for you anywhere, anytime. And you can get a low-priced, unlimited wireless plan that gives you a new iPhone every year. So switch today. Call 855-55-BOOST. That's 1-855-55-BOOST. Visit BoostInfinite.com. That's BoostInfinite.com. Or go to Amazon.com and search for Boost iPhone 15. See BoostInfinite.com for terms and conditions. Boost. This time of year, big box tool stores start to sell a whole bunch of not tools. From dancing Santas to plastic trees. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we'd rather sell you a four-horsepower chainsaw fitted with a full chisel chain to cut down your own tree. And we have wood chippers come January. Because, you know, mulch. We're cutting prices on your favorite brands this holiday season. Save on Milwaukee, Steel, and Lincoln Electric in-store or at northerntool.com. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event. Three little words no parent wants to hear. My tummy hurts. And it always seems to happen at the worst times. Like in the middle of the morning rush, when you still have homework to check and lunches to pack, and of course, you're already late for work. Luckily, there's Pepto Kids. Pepto Kids gummies help relieve occasional stomach upsets, turning those three words into these three words. I feel better. Bad time for stomach upsets? Good time for Pepto Kids gummies. Fast support for little tummies. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in ten young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is opening November 18th in the Little Rock Outlet Mall down from H&M. Whether you love the dink or smash, their professionals can help you choose a paddle that fits your needs. They have pickleball bags, t-shirts, and gifts for the pickleball enthusiasts in your family. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Get out of the kitchen and stop by and talk to one of their professionals today. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. 
Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to get into. But first, folks, got to tell you that Guatney Chevrolet has gone old school for Black Friday in 2023. It's been a few years, but this year's the new doors are opening early. At 7 a.m. with breakfast served, get a variety of new Chevrolets with pre-COVID prices. Guatney's Black Friday sale is not factory authorized, so you know it's good. They got 2023 diesel Silverados over $6,500 off. 2024 Silverados, brand spanking new, under forty grand, And all 2023 Equinox in stock up to $3,250 off. Plus, you get no payments for 120 days. If you do the math, it's about four months. Four months! Without having to make a single payment, that's only with Guatney Chevrolet. And again, they got the great deals on the Silverado diesel, as well as the Silverado and even the Equinox, too. So you got to check them out today. I know it's a little rainy outside, but don't worry. It's indoors when you can go over there and talk to the great award-winning sales staff at Guatney Chevrolet. And if you want to go on their website and check out what they have available through that inventory, you can do so at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's very simple to do. So no matter what it is, no matter how you need it, always do it with Guatney Chevrolet and off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. They are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for a reason. It's Guani Chevrolet and GuaniChevrolet.com. Again, it has been a very busy day today, folks, and we appreciate everybody listening in. There's some stuff we didn't even get to get into, but we can always do that tomorrow because we got a few days before we get into the Thanksgiving holiday. And again, always appreciate everybody who's been listening in. So a few things that uh, we'll dive into, and I want to make sure that I get the... Uh, the article's all pulled up, too, as well. Because, listen, the football weekend, well, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in the NFL that uh, we didn't even touch upon in college football, too. And uh, you know, I, I wonder, like, what's going to happen with the college football playoff rankings when all that's going to be going down. But, again, we'll get to that uh, tomorrow and on the next day as well. But I love this story. You know, it's talking about Major League Baseball, which I know we don't do very often, but at least for part three and out. So rumor has it, this is according to Sports Illustrated, rumor has it that Shohei Otani will be taking secret meetings with MLB teams. So secret meetings, not meetings, secret meetings, so nobody can know. And it will be held against them if it is leaked online or to whoever that Otani took a meeting with that particular team. So essentially, it's like he'll be meeting secretly, and if it gets out that he met with someone, he's going to hold it against that particular team. I think it's kind of interesting to think about his the power that he has because he does have that power but i can kind of see where he's coming from in that regard like it's like okay we're gonna be in a meeting but that's that's gonna how you make sure it doesn't get leaked is by saying hey if it, if it does get leaked if someone finds out i'm done i'd say it's a good ultimatum yeah but at the same time someone could just like make up something and maybe yeah. be right because there's only so many teams and then they could you know, just be like hey you said this about he's like no it didn't i didn't say it. it's like well there's some random guy on twitter a few followers they ended up saying it so it must be true it's like no that's not the case but uh, it'll, be, it'll be one of the more fascinating things when it comes to the free agency and someone like him being there on the market. Just get out of the Angels. We've seen enough. Mike Trout's been there for too long, and it's a shame that his career, as great as he was, was almost wasted because he never had any postseason success. Get Otani out there and get him somewhere where he can actually have postseason success. All right, let's see. Some other news, too. I didn't realize what was going on, but apparently there was some drama surrounding the LSU women's basketball team. Uh, Angel Reese has not been there allegedly because of a low GP again. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, but of course, uh, Coach um, Coach Mulkey she discussed basically just said that she's a part of the team, but she's not here right now, and that's essentially all she said. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess people were saying that uh, according to the reports 
that Angel's mom and is it Flo J? Is that her, is that her name? I, I think? believe so. Uh, her mom's repeatedly were beefing on social media, and apparently has to do with the having less than two point GPA. There's just a lot of questions going around that really nobody knows, and so it's like, uh, you know, where's the NIL conversation with that one? I don't know. It's all allegedly. It could just be a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but yeah, her. We know how big she was last year and uh, winning a championship and all the attention that it brought to the sport and everything. So, Because they also lost to, uh, was it to Colorado, I believe? It yeah, was, like they got yeah, smoked by yeah, Colorado. They, of course, you know, these early season deals. For sure, as we know. Uh, yeah, no doubt. And, of course, I think that they'll still be a national title contender. It's it's November. But, yeah, it was Colorado, and I feel like I haven't kept up with it, but I thought there was one other that they that was closer than it should have been. But Yeah, I, I mean, I don't understand it, but still, that's – that's a long season ahead for the women's basketball programs in college. Uh, also, Mr. Beast. Do you ever watch Mr. Beast? I have not. I've heard a lot about it, but no, I've not seen it. Seen him. Yeah, see, I haven't seen much of him, but I know he's very famous and makes a lot of money. Well, he put out, some, of course, a lot of content. But one of the big things they put out was that he was going to be buried alive. He's going to bury himself alive. And he says he did it for 50 hours. And they put out a video of him being buried alive. And he kept pumping it up and going to live stream it of him being buried alive. That live stream alone racked up 57 million views in 24 hours. 57 million. Now, for those of you who need some sort of, like, guide of how much that is in comparison, uh, just think about it in the regards of a population. Like, was it Arkansas has 3 million people? So you're talking about close to, like, 20 states of Arkansas that would be watching that at one time or at least in a 24-hour period. It is a lot, and he made a ton of money doing it. And, I mean, again, I get that, that you got to do something crazy to do it. I just could never could never do the whole burying alive thing. That just stresses me out in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm way too claustrophobic to even think about something like that. Yeah. Also, a viral video from a college football game over the weekend showed a girl in a porter potty going down and retrieving her cell phone that she dropped. I think I saw you quote tweet yep. that. Is there ever anything that you would ever lose in a porta potty that you would go full arm deep into that and to get? Anything important, I always back up with a file. And But either way, there is nothing that would make me stick my hand down. Yeah. That. that was actually a question. I'm going to save that for tomorrow. I wanted to talk about it today, but again, we just got so busy with stuff. But I'm like, I'm curious. Is there anything that would happen? Like, you know, things are important. Phones are important. But like, if it was a wedding ring, like, would would that be worth it to somebody to go in and fish out themselves? You know, if it was... Uh, if it's your great-grandfather's, wa- maybe. Yeah. If it, yeah. I, yeah, that's just, dude... I, trust me, I used some of those and went into some of those porter potties up there in Fayetteville during the game this past weekend. Absolutely not. I don't even want to look in there, much less put my arm in there. But, hey, kudos to her for doing it. She did find the phone. <laughs> And no clue if it actually still works, but I'm sure it doesn't smell very good. Nope. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Kyle Sutherland, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof free. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get. With the financing options,